Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We'll start with the football and uh, the Monday night game. And to me, uh, this is really, I mean, we can do the Giants if you wish. It's the Giants offensive line still struggles. Evan Evan Neal looked awful at right tackle. He was completely overmatched. He looked terrible. The kid out of Alabama. Uh, and the rest of that Giant offensive line did not play uh, very well either. The Giant defense, I know Leonard Williams didn't play. Uh, but they had a couple of chances to pin their ears back and make Dallas work hard. They weren't able to do that. Uh, obviously, they let Dallas come right down and score after Dallas took a lead, which he didn't like at all. Uh, after the Giants took a lead, they let him come right back down and score pretty quickly in that third quarter at 13-13. Uh, and, you know, Daniel Jones, although we can go out there and pound him left and right always, uh, you know, you certainly can't blame him yesterday for the loss. Uh, you know, he was running for his life. He ran the ball pretty well. I mean, did he lead the team? Did he inspire the team? Probably not. But as far as pinning a loss on him, yes, that's just not fair. I mean, uh, he's running for his life. Barkley played very, very well. Uh, you know, Galladay dropped his normal pass and a terrible break for Sterling Shepard. I mean, that's essentially the Giants, and the crowd was good. I mean, that's just, that's the giant rundown from yesterday in the third game of the year. This Monday night affair, though, at MetLife was really more about the Cowboys. Uh, this is not about the Giants who aren't ready to win yet. There's not enough talent there. They don't have any. They, they, they have no game breakers on offense outside of the running back. Their offensive line, we've just gone through it. I mean, but the Cowboys here, they have a chance to be a pretty good team here the rest of the way. First off, their defense is good. Let's start with that. The Cowboy defense is a very, very good defense. I mean, listen, the first couple games of the year, they stopped Burrow, they attacked, they buried the Bengal offensive line, they made his life miserable. Uh, the first game of the year, Tampa, you know, only scored 19 points. Dallas was at least somewhat effective. And then last night, although the Giants aren't any great shakes, we know that the last night that Dallas defense was very, very good. They got a lot of ball hawks as far as the secondary is concerned. That we know. They have uh, Parsons, who's got a chance to be one hell of a player. He's not Lawrence Taylor yet, but he's a he, he's he's he, he wrecks havoc. He's almost like a young uh, Khalil Mack. He 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 basically is all over the place. They line him up in three thousand different positions. He's got a chance to be an all timer. I mean, listen, he's not LT, but he's got a chance to be a great great player, and that put a lot of pressure, that defensive front, on a giant offensive line, and they made life very, very bad for the Giants. Barkley only had one big run of note, so uh, and I, I, they really stopped him, too. Tight end made some catches, okay, but if I was a Dallas fan, that's the first thing I'm taking away out of this win last night, is I got a very good defense. You know, and you, you know, listen, they don't have a great offense, but they have a very, very good defensive team. They got an all, they got an all pro there, which also helps. Again, Diggs is a good, I mean, he's a ball hawk. They got guys in the defensive secondary. Von Bosch is still a pretty good player. They can go after the quarterback. They got Anthony Barr from Minnesota, who's active. I mean, this is a good, and they got a good defensive coordinator in Quinn. 
This is a very good defensive team. I mean, is it the best defensive team in the league? I mean, I'm not sure. Green Bay's got a very good defense. Tampa's got an excellent defense, which we saw on Sunday afternoon. So, I mean, I'm not going to put it on that level necessarily. I mean, the Rams' defense is good. We know that. San Francisco's defense is good. We know that. Philadelphia's got a defense that could— uh, i got to be careful on the Philadelphia defense because they allowed Detroit to score 30-something points. But you get the idea. In the NFC, the Cowboys have a top-five defense. If you, you know, Rams, Niners, Green Bay, Tampa, Dallas. I mean, I, I don't see how you can disagree with that. I don't know where else you're going to go. Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago, no. Uh, Arizona and um, uh, and uh, Arizona, no. Seattle, no. Uh, I don't know. Atlanta, no. Uh, Saints. I mean, the Saints got a chance, but I haven't loved the Saints with what I've seen. This has got a chance to be an excellent defensive team if they're not already, with a good coordinator. So that's the first thing you take out of the game if you're a Cowboy fan is that you got a playoff-tested defense. That's number one. Number two, you got a good backup quarterback. And I don't know how the Cowboys are going to handle this uh, 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 this uh, reappearance out of Prescott. You can tell he's itching to go, you know, telling uh, Lisa Salters before the game, you know, maybe I'll come back next week. I don't think the Cowboys, and then Jerry Jones hinting that as well early on, saying this is not a big deal, this surgery, they should be back in three, four weeks. I don't think you'll see Prescott next week, but I think you'll see Prescott uh, uh, sooner rather than later. And that's almost a bad thing because I could make an argument, and the three times I've seen him, I've liked him. Saw him last year against Minnesota, where she won. Saw him, of course, against Cincinnati, and he played very well last night. And he should have numbers should have been a hell of a lot better. C.D. Lamb had that drop pass for a touchdown, which would have been a 57-yarder. And they made a way too big a deal on the one-yard touchdown catch that he caught with the one arm. That was on first down. So it was a hell of a nice play, but they would have scored there anyway. So I'm not going to go crazy on that touchdown catch. It was a first down throw. But, I mean, they have a backup quarterback here. And, you know, Prescott isn't great. It's almost like they got two guys who are the same. Now, listen, I've only seen Rush play three games, so let's not put him out to be Roger Staubach. But if uh, there is no need to rush Prescott back because you got nobody there manning the position, which is something that Seattle found themselves in last year with uh, the return of Russell Wilson. And when he came back, he was rusty as hell when he played in Green Bay. There is no need to go out there and say, we got to get him back on the field because you got a quarterback there who is very competent. And, you know, doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, he's not the runner Prescott is or the athlete, but he's a competent player. He's been bounced around. Keller Moore loves him. The team responds to him some. So the idea, I mean, that you got to rush Prescott back when he may not be 100% just because you're trying to salvage your season, you don't have to do that right now if you're a Cowboy fan or if you're Jerry Jones. So that is uh, I, uh, that is item number two. And item number three about Dallas is they are going to get better offensively as the season goes along instead of getting worse because of the fact they're going to get some injured guys back. I mean, Michael Gallup sounds like he's going to come back uh, pretty soon. They've developed another receiver there, that kid who's been around the seventh round pick, who had six, Noah Fant, who had about six, seven catches last night. Lamb is a good player, not a great receiver, but he's a, he's could be. He's dynamic. Knox didn't play last night. He will return, and they're going to get some of those offensive line guys back, the center and the tackle. So the Cowboy offense is going to get better uh, as the season goes along, if nothing else, because they're going to get more bodies along the offensive end. Throw in the idea that the division isn't very good. Commodore, the commanders stink. 
and they get them this week, and the Giants aren't that good. So, I mean, they should win three other games in the division. They already have two wins. That would put them at five before you even blink an eye. So Dallas, you know, listen, it may not be better than Philadelphia, and they do play at the Rams and at Philly after this week's game at home against Washington. And I know it's a rivalry game, so you never know, but Dallas is, you know, they're not terrible. And the reason why Dallas is going to be a factor all year long in this division is because they have a good defense. Their defense, like good pitching, their defense is going to keep in a lot of games. You know, I mean, you can't be great offensively every night. And you can't be great hitting the ball every night in baseball. Offense comes and goes, even for great teams. But defense usually is there on a day-in, day-out basis or a week-in, week-out basis. And Dallas's defense is good. And I think that is the reason why that they will be okay as far as the year is concerned. If you look at their schedule, uh, you know, listen— uh, they're, it's not terrible. I mean, the Rams in Philly are hard. They should be 3-3 three and three going into October 23rd. Their next two games off the bye week or off uh, the Philadelphia road trip are the Lions and Bears at home. So they should be 5-3 and three at worst going into their bye week. Because their three home games are Washington, Detroit, and Chicago. They're already 2-1. and one. They should win all three of those home games. I'll give them the two losses on the road. That puts them at 5-3. and three. Then later in the year, they have the Giants at Thanksgiving. They have the Colts at home and Houston at home. I mean, they could easily win all three of those games. That's eight wins right there. Without a road win, that's eight wins. And then the last four games of the year are at Jacksonville, which right now is tricky, Philadelphia, at Tennessee, and at Washington. I mean, they really should be able to figure out a way to win 10 games. They've already got two, and their home games the rest of the way. I mean, outside of the Eagles there at the end of the year, their home games are easy. Washington, Lions, Bears, Giants, Colts, Houston. Name me a game there in that six where they're not going to be favored. Go ahead. They're going to be favored. They're, they're in a, what's their, I mean, this week they're a big favorite against Washington. Name me a game there in that situation where they are not going to be favored here uh, in their building. Now, listen, road games are tricky. They got the Rams, Green Bay, Minnesota. I'm not saying they're going to win any road games. And this week they're favored by a field goal at the moment against Washington. I'm not saying they're going to win at Green Bay or at L.A. or at Philadelphia, even at Minnesota. I'm not saying that. But I am saying they already got one road win, and they should win the six other home games. And if you do that, that's eight wins. They can't find two others. They can't win at Tennessee. They can't beat Washington last game of the year in D.C. They can't beat the Eagles at home. Jacksonville's that good? Minnesota? Really? Dallas has still got a chance to have a decent year in the NFC. They really do. They play defense. And the quarterback's pretty good. That Cooper Rush, you know, he's, it's funny. He's not a backup, and he's not really as, you know, I'm not sure if we've seen enough to declare him a number one. He's sort of a tweener. You know, he'd start for a lot of teams. You don't think he'd start for Washington? You don't think right now he's better than Carson Wentz? Well, you don't think he's better than, you don't think he'd start in Houston? Uh, you know, you don't think, um, you know, he would be starting Pittsburgh? You don't think he's better than Brissett in Cleveland? You think the Patriots would like to have him this week? I mean, he's might even be better than Daniel Jones. I mean, better than Goff, better than Baker Mayfield. You get the idea. He's not bad. And, you know, they're going to get Prescott back. And, you know, Prescott's 
pretty good, not great. He's pretty good, but they have a couple of quarterbacks, and they don't have to rush Prescott back now. Let him rest. Let him get that thumb completely healed as much as possible. He should not play this week. They do not need Prescott to beat the Rams. You want to tell me that Prescott can think about maybe the Philadelphia game in a couple of weeks on a Sunday night? Eh, I'll give you that. You got to figure he's going to be a little rusty when he comes back. So the game that you play him, you might lose, which you don't like. But, you know, that's what you're going to have to deal with. But they play defense, and they got an easy schedule, especially at home. Dallas has got a hell of a chance to make the postseason. You figure right now, Niners and Rams, Packers and Minnesota, right? Tampa, I'm not giving you the Saints, not with Winston, and then Philly, Dallas. I I don't know where, where am I wrong with those seven? Who am I leaving out that you deserves to be mentioned with those seven? Seattle, Detroit, the Bears, the Giants. Where, who am I leaving out? Who, what team? You, you want to tell me that New Orleans will jump into the mix here? Carolina, Atlanta. Where, where am I going in the NFC? Dallas should make it. They should get in. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.